I'm Desiree and this is Brett and welcome to the Engage Life on the Engage Network. Let's go. Welcome back. We are honored that you've taken some time out of your day to join us right here on the Engage Life, your favorite podcast, vlog, show, Maybe. internet sensation. <laughs> Definitely continuing the trend of overselling every episode. But we are truly honored that you've taken some time out of your day to join us. As Desiree introduced earlier, I'm Brett. This is Desiree. We're the pastors here at Engage Church with locations in Spruce Grove and Stony Plain, Canada. And if you don't know where that is, that's totally fine. Google can help you with that. Now, listen, we keep putting a call out for questions. And I want to thank those of you who have hooked us up with some questions. And I'm hoping that more of you will slide into the DMs on Instagram. I'm at Brett Esslinger, you're at Des Esslinger, or you can email Brett at againstchurch.ca. But Jocelyn writes this simple question. Why isn't God answering my prayer? Mm. Super simple, Jocelyn. It's our privilege to answer it. So what do you got, big shooter? You're the mic dropper, <laughs> the big shooter. What do you got? Why isn't God answering my prayer? That's such a, a hard question because I don't think we're always going to have the answer. <laughs> so are you saying sometimes no answer is an answer? Sometimes, yeah. <sighs> I, I think you're 100% right. I think sometimes not getting a response or not getting the response that we want is mm -hmm. in fact a type of an answer. So just yeah. because you're not getting a yes doesn't mean that he's not saying no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we gauge answers to prayer based on us getting what we want. Generally. That's true. And the thing of prayer, as we, we talked about uh, in last week's episode, and you can click this button right here and link back to last week's episode if you're interested. But we, we just talked about this idea of prayer being a two-way street, open communication, right? You're a bad conversationalist if you're only trying to get someone to say exactly what you want them to say. Yeah, yeah. But that's how we treat God often. Yeah, it's true. God, I'm mad at you unless you say what I want you to say. When I want you to say when it. When I want you to say it, how I want you to say it, and I want you to do what I want you to to do when I want you to do it. Now, in that situation, in that relationship, you've become God and you've made him not God. Not God. Yeah. So who's God? You are in that situation. So then if you're mad at God for not answering your prayer, you should be mad at you. <laughs> this is really encouraging today. I think the whole purpose of prayer, on top of it being communication, you know, there's that line in the Lord's Prayer, which is a template and a guide for us. It yeah. says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, a fundamental difference between the way things are done on earth and the way things are done in heaven mm -hmm. is that in heaven, people just respond. God says something, they do it. Yeah. On earth, he's given us this free will, which is choice. an incredible gesture, this choice. Mm -hmm. And we just choose whether we're going to respond or not respond. So part of us praying is that his kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven, which means that I would respond in the same way as I would in heaven. So I'd be open and responsive to whatever it is that he's saying or doing, which means that my heart is turning towards the things of his heart, mm -hmm. that when his heart breaks, my heart would break. Yeah. And really that comes down to knowing him better. Right. Right. As we begin to know him, Jesus talks about when he's talking about in John, he's talking about him being here on earth. He says, I'm in the father, the father's in me. And they said, we've never seen the father. And Jesus goes, hold on. No, no. You've seen the father because you've seen me. The truth is yeah. when people see you, they see Jesus. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more accurately we reflect who he is and what he does. And that actually begins to change the things that we want. Yeah. It begins to change us, transform us from the inside out. It renews our minds. It gets us thinking 
thinking in a brand new way, Romans 12, 2. We think in a brand new way. We live in a brand new way because we're following Jesus in a brand new way, one step at a time. And we're not trying to force an answer. We're going to be patient, wait for the answer. So why is God not answering my prayer? Well, first thing, as we mentioned earlier, he might be answering your prayer. No answer could be your answer. Could be. I also think too, as you were saying that, the biggest thing that jumped out to me is, and not everyone struggles with this, but trust is a big issue for me. Trust is a big issue. And a lot of times when we're praying, we're praying things based on what we want and what we need and what we know. And I think the best way to say it is God knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm. And we pray based on what we know, but he responds based on what he knows. Right. His ways are higher. His His ways are are higher. higher. So he knows us intimately, inside and out. Mm -hmm. He knows situation. He knows what's going on around us. He knows everyone else that's in our lives, inside and out. And so, yes, we're praying to the best of our ability to what we know and where we're at. But we also have to remember and trust that when he responds, it's Mm -hmm. based on what he knows and he knows more. He his thoughts are higher. Mm-hmm. His ways are better. And we do have to kind of step back and, right. and rely and trust that he is going to respond. Yeah, we've all had those moments. And I'm sure you can think back to one where you're so thankful that God did answer your prayer. You know, you're like, maybe when you were younger, you're like, wow, I want to marry this person. And based then, on what we know. Based right? on what you know. And you're 14 years old and you're like, please, please <laughs> let me marry that person. Please, Jesus. And then I love them so much. now you like look them up on Facebook or Insta and you're like, oh, dear Jesus, thank you that you did not let me marry that person. Because he responds based on what he knows. Because their life went in a completely other direction yeah. and what they're interested in and, and, and what they're doing and what their career is and where they even want to live right now is so different and so misaligned from yours yeah. that you're actually thankful that God didn't answer your prayer. I wonder how many times or how many hours we spend in prayer asking God for very specific things Mm -hmm. that are completely wrong. Not that it's wrong to ask. No, no. I mean, I think that's a whole other episode. I do believe that it's good and it's right and Mm -hmm. it's awesome that you actually do be specific with God. But sometimes we get really mad because he doesn't give us what we want. And it's not because he's not answering. It's because we're not getting what we want and we want the wrong thing. Yeah, not always. But yeah, there's a lot of times where we are asking to the best of our knowledge again, Mm -hmm. what we know, what we think we want, what we think we need, because we think we know ourselves the best, but he knows us better than he knows ourselves. Sometimes the answer really is, nah, this is not for you. This is not what I have for you. This is not my best for you. And my not answering is the best thing for you or my not answering in the way you want or my my not answering with the exact answer that you want is actually the best thing for you so maybe let's let's quickly pivot because i think it goes side by side with this Mm -hmm. the idea of what do you do when it seems like your prayer is unanswered Mm -hmm. like when you're in the waiting game yeah i think one of the things that you do is you do everything within your power to understand or explore the area that you're asking about so when you don't know what the next step is when you don't know what the answer is when it's not clear there's not a clear pathway you do everything in your power to explore every option that's what we do we do diligence if you're praying for a job and you haven't gotten that new job yet yeah 
you apply for more. Yeah, keep <laughs> keep going. You know, you, you print out your resume, you tweak it up, you make some phone calls, you meet more people. William Booth, founder of uh, Salvation's Army, mm-hmm. he was famous for saying, and, and I got this from Mike Love, founder of YC, the big youth conference that happens in Alberta, says, you know, pray like it all depends on God, but work like it all depends on you. Yeah, it's good. So what do you do in the midst of unanswered prayer? You hustle. Yeah. And you don't do that to earn worth. Mm-hmm. You do that to understand that it could be that there's a timing thing at play. We talked about timing last week. It could yeah. be that the right opportunity, maybe he's actually drawing you out of yourself. Maybe. He's real good at that. He's developed because what he cares, he cares as much about who you are as what you do. And yeah. I would go as far to say he, cares, he actually cares more, more about who you are than what you do. It's your character. These moments are character building moments. Yeah. And so what do we do when we're in the middle of, of an unanswered, what feels like an unanswered prayer mm-hmm. is we explore every option because yeah. God wants to be a partner with you. Jesus wants to be a partner with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just want God to show up and have a, a flash of light and have him do all the work. Yeah. And yet he's saying, no, you know, what's even better than me just doing it for you is us doing it together. Yeah. And part of us doing it together is him leaving some room. So I would say one thing, why isn't God answering my prayer or what do we do in the midst of an unanswered prayer is yeah. leave room for the mystery of God yeah. and leave room to partner where his partnering oftentimes looks like him doing something to prompt us forward. In the waiting, I think a big part of the character development is actually developing patience. Mm. And I think part of that leads into the idea that we don't like to be patient. We like to jump ahead. We like to know the answer. We like to get things done. But there's actually purpose in the process and purpose in the waiting. And... Yes, there's a lot of character development that happens in that, but you never know what else is going to happen in those in-between moments. Right. Not just for you, wow, but for other people around you and what they see in you and what they sure. glean from you and what you're walking through. There's purpose in the process there's, and part of the purpose yeah. in the process could be bringing other people along so they can could see be. your experience and that your experience could build faith in them to believe yeah. in their circumstance. Yeah. Wow. That's my thought. I don't know if that's worthy of a mic drop, but that's my thought. This is the Engage <laughs> Life on the Engage Network. You can link to all the show notes right in the comments below. You just click the little more button and we'll get you all that hooked up. We've actually added this whole great feature where we've got timestamps of different things that we're it's talking amazing. about. And then we it's also amazing. have additional, a tangible takeaway, a recap and a tangible takeaway mm-hmm. so that you can kind of get this in a, in a snapshot size. Now, we want to tell you something and you're hearing it here first. We're working on something so that you can actually start using Using this engaged life podcast blog internet web show internet sensation whatever you want to call it as a jumping off point for your small group by hosting a watch party so keep it locked right here we're going to talk more about that in weeks to come right here on the engaged life